Welcome to a new episode of These Go to Eleven. Let's turn it up. Hey everybody, welcome back to These Go to Eleven, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. This not only helps us to get our content out there, but also helps us to find out what you, our faithful listeners, think. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to Eleven. Once again, Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Greg Dutcher. Greg, what's going on, man? Man, um, not much. It's raining tonight, which kind of stinks. We're recording at night. It's rainy. This office is uh, moderately cozy. And dude, we don't have to tell everybody about my attire. <laughs> Wait. It, it is still not as bad <laughs> as the day, was exactly it February, when uh, you yep. decided it was a good idea yep. to stick soda outside yep. in... Uh, it wasn't sub-zero temperatures, but it was definitely below freezing temperatures. It was temperatures. close. It was cold. And uh, you went down to pick them up and all over your pants? They, they exploded <laughs> over my pants. And um, I thought, okay, which is me and Nathan here. We're bros. <laughs> so I said, Nathan, how are you, dude, if I uh, take these jeans? And remember, my brilliant idea was to hang them outside yeah. in 22-degree weather. That, that didn't exactly make them... Uh, you know, crisp. Uh, it made them more stiff. But I, uh, I found a blanket. Yeah. Wrapped up. So had the blanket. Yes. Had skivvies. Yes. And uh, that was going fine. Remember, we're having a great time. And then we walked out of our little recording <laughs> area <laughs> on the night that our friend Scott Perry, been on this podcast <laughs> in the past, talking about sports. Yep. Brought his friends from his previous church, and I would dare say. I want to be careful. It is a more conservative culture. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Scott just, we saw them and my eyes were like saucers. And uh, because I'm wearing a wrapped blanket around my, it was like a loincloth. And and let's not forget that you and I, uh, before podcasting, we would typically Uh, have dinner and there might have been a couple of drinks. There may have been an adult (laughs) beverage. (laughs) I remember it wasn't a Capri Sun. But so here we are. It was Sunny D for those of you. (laughs) We had beer. I'm wrapped in a blanket type loincloth. And don't forget that I was bringing uh, like some scotches and whiskeys for you to try out too. And dude, I remember you brought one at one. It might have been another time you you let me try Stag's Head, which was very good. It was a. uh, It wasn't a single malt because it was affordable, right? But it was very good. Yeah. And um, I remember Scott just said, "Hey, everybody." this is uh, Greg, my pastor. Wow. Yeah, so this is much better than I do. I'm, this I'm is. just in my sleep pants and yes. a sweatshirt because, uh, truth be told, about 15 minutes ago, I got a call from you, yes. Nathan. You said you're here at the church tonight. We were planning to record tomorrow morning. Yeah. I've had some things come up, as life does. And I said, yeah, I can get there if you don't mind me wearing my PJs. Right. <laughs> And uh, here we are. So everybody's really disappointed that this isn't a video <laughs> cast, uh, meaning disappointed they're thrilled. They're, they're, they are <laughs> jumping up and yeah. down. No, this is going to be a fun one, dude. This I can feel it. Is, this is. This is going to be great. And we're going to dive right in because um, 
we actually, so we, I, I mentioned this on Instagram. I, I put an Instagram post out uh, this morning. We are, uh, you know, to, to look behind the curtain a little bit. We are recording Thursday night. This podcast will drop on Monday. Right. Um, and we don't need to talk about dates. You can go back and look at the show notes and the dates and all that yep. stuff. Um, but we're recording on a Thursday, and we were supposed to be recording with a friend of mine, pastor of Redeemer Presbyterian Church in Kingsville, Maryland, yes. not New York City. Yes. Uh, Justin Estrada. Greg, you are a pastor. You know that things come up all the time Heck unexpectedly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin is a pastor, and so he just he came to me. He was so nice, so gracious on Wednesday and said, um, I've got this emergency that's come up. I have committed to doing you guys' podcast. And so if you tell me that we need to do it, I am there. Um, but I, I just want to let you know if there's any way that we can postpone it. And um, of course, I knew you being a pastor oh, would understand 100%. that. And so we decided to postpone it. And then some things happened, and we were going to record Friday. That became yep. not possible, <laughs> and so we're hey, running through the days like we're doing it right. Let's let's just do it. So we're doing it, dude. And uh, thanks. I, I I might do this all the time. Just do it in my PJs. There you it's, go. I'm I'm comfortable. <laughs> just as long as it's not a uh, you know one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that that would probably bring some question to my work ethic. Right. I mean, above and beyond you, the you normal. Have work ethic. Right. <laughs> you said. I'm not. I know what you're thinking, dude. I'm not sure which one is more inappropriate for great work or ethic. It, it's like usually terms not applied at all. So yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, we that's we use these terms loosely around here. <laughs> oh my god. Oh dude. man. But uh, yeah, so we we did our series uh, of bad quote, good quote. I had fun with those, dude. Justin is going to be coming in to talk to us about the creeds, and so we thought. We've got one more yeah. that we can put in here that will fit. And this is going to be a little bit of a shorter one, just to let everybody yep. know. Yep. Uh, you know, we're going to try to keep it around 35, 40 minutes. Uh, we'll see how we do. I'm watching the timer here, Greg. Cool. So, um, Greg, let, let's dive right in. Talk sure. to us about uh, the the social media faux pas that has uh, been going on because you're not on no social no. media all that much we talked about that in the last one because while you don't really care if people follow you uh you can follow us at these go to 11 yes so greg talk to us about this this tweet that went out and and set up the context and, and let's dive right in yeah this and, and i want anybody to look at it. one of our listeners zach reached out to us about it which i love i want people to do that my impression was and Zach, if you're listening to this, I hope you are, and anybody else that may have seen it. I know Zach's listening. He's a good guy. Yes, yes. Um, he basically asked the question, hey, why don't you guys do an episode? To be honest, I'd forgotten I'd even done it because I don't put much on Twitter. Yeah. It says I have 1,000 followers. No, I don't. They've got to be 80, <laughs> 80, 80% bots. You know, I, I got to reach out to Elon about this. You know, he... he <laughs> He calls me a lot, but um, while you're doing that, ask him if he can sponsor us. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, he he's got a lot of plates in the air right now between this and uh, SpaceX and <laughs> Tesla. But um, yeah, one night uh, or morning, I can't remember which. I was scrolling through, and I, I look at a bunch of guys, and I, I'm just going to be very honest. I get irritable. I get frustrated. And there's a gentleman, Grant Castleberry. Mm -hmm. He's a pastor. Looks like he's got a pretty decent following. And you can look at this. Anybody can just look at this on Twitter. He wrote, um, 
progressive Christianity is a completely different religion from biblical Christianity. One is a religion of the Bible. The other is the religion of secularism, cloaked with the language of the Bible. But make no mistake, they are two different religions and worldviews. So I put one, two, three, four laughy, cry faces. And somebody said, hey, what's up with that? And mm-hmm. I want to explain what's up with that. Yeah. I, <clears throat> at times, I'm kind of looking through some of my tweets and replies and things I've said. I, dude, this is why I don't spend a lot of time, because when I do, I, I can't help myself. Alice going down the rabbit hole. It is the rabbit hole. The dark, and you and I have talked about this before, dude. Twitter especially yeah. can be a dumpster fire. Yeah. I'm not saying this guy at all. I mean, he looks like yeah. a legitimate pastor, and he's putting out his sure. his opinion. The statement, I'm just going to be honest, and I understand that there's an immediate appeal mm-hmm. that probably is appealing, con- soothing, compelling, whatever the right word is, to conservative evangelical Christians. Mm-hmm. I don't like it mm-hmm. for a number of reasons. Number one. I don't know what progressive Christianity is. Yeah. You know, honestly, like you you won't, <clears throat> maybe there are some. I've never visited a church's website where we say we're part of the progressive um, branch of Christianity. Yeah. I might determine that they roll that way because of certain things, but... I don't really know. I don't feel... I think the statement is too monolithic. Mm -hmm. I think it's too bombastic. Because, dude, guys like you and and I have been called progressive for things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking, well, all of a sudden I read this, progressive Christianity is a completely different religion. Now, let's just kind of call that what it is. If it's a different religion from biblical Christianity... Right then I'm lost. Yeah. According to some people. And so I bet some people think I am. Right. Um, so that's one thing I don't like about it. I think it's too reductionistic. Mm-hmm. I think it's too simplistic. And I don't think it factors in enough of what is what makes something progress. Okay, for instance, let's say um, there's a church like ours that doesn't really roll with the regulative principle. Mm-hmm. Remember the early days of our podcast and a certain network which we oh, were associated? Yes. Uh, boy, man. I mean, dude, I would handle that differently. Now, I think the regulative principle is it's fine. I don't have a problem with a Christian having that as a conviction. Sure. But for it to become the standard bearer of what it means to be a faithful biblical Christian when it's not in the Bible. Right. It's a philosophy regarding the Bible. Right that is often imposed on the Bible in a circular way, in my opinion. So there's some people that would say, we're progressive. Mm -hmm. Dude, we didn't miss one, but we missed two Sundays recently. Yeah. (laughs) Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Yeah. And I have, and you and I have talked about this, zero, I'm pastor of this church. Right. Zero issue with that. Yeah. Because I don't believe, while I think Sunday mornings are a great mm-hmm. and wise time for churches to meet, all the research stats bear that out, uh, anecdotal evidence bears it out, the majority of people want to meet 
collectively on a Sunday morning in our culture, usually sometime around mid-morning. Yep. 9 30, 10, 11. Yep. So churches, even that have multiple services, like we've had in the past and other churches do now, they scramble to kind of zero in on all those times. So, like, are we progressive? Uh, there are some people that would say we are. Yeah. These guys don't take the Sabbath seriously. They don't take the Lord's Day seriously. So that, and I I, I realized I, I was going to actually write a comment. Yeah. And I just started looking at the statement and saw all the likes, and I don't know, it's been retweeted 800 times, it's been liked 3,500 times, it's been commented on 90% favorably 229 times. Sure. And I just laughed. Yep. That's what that was. Yeah. And it is my way of saying, that's ridiculous. And yeah. honestly, um, to be totally honest to our listener, uh, I didn't think anybody would ever see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm ashamed of it. Right. I just kind of thought, oh. It was kind of my immediate, you know, if I yeah. see something that I think is a little absurd. Yeah. So that's my first thought. I have more, but. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think a lot of the things that we see which become problematic for me is the failure to define your words. Yeah. Uh, I've taught rhetoric. Uh, I've taught logic. And in both of those classes, I tell my students, you need to define your terms. Yeah. Because. Unfortunately, not all terms mean the same thing to all people, right? If I'm talking about Jesus and I fail to define who Jesus is, there are a great number of people who are not going to understand what I mean when mm-hmm. I say the name Jesus. Right. So, uh, and and th- isn't this true of Jesus's time when Jesus asked that all-important question, who do people say that I am? Oh, you're a great philosopher. You're, you know, this prophet raised from the dead. You're this, per- you're that person. And so Jesus gets to the heart of the matter. Who am I? And there is one answer and one of the disciples gives it. And so the term is defined. Yeah. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. So when we talk about this idea of progressivism, mm-hmm. what are you getting at? Yeah. What is it that is worrying you? Yeah. Uh, if you're going to tell me, well, it, it, what I mean and, and what worries me is that we have people who are not qualified standing behind the pulpit right. and preaching um, not the Word of God. Yeah. You know, they, they're not calling sin, sin. They're, they're basically saying, you know, um, it, it doesn't matter uh, who you are with physically as long as you love them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Like, w- we agree in that point. But if you're saying that, like you said, to your point, you guys missed two Sundays in a row, shame on you. What are you, what are you going to oh, do? Oh, and, and there's a lot of people that feel yeah. that. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that have suggested churches that made the decision such as ours, and there were several that did it, Yeah, are, uh, come on, let's be, they're kind of gospel light. So maybe, in, and again, I don't know Grant Castleberry. Maybe, right. and I doubt he gives one hoot what I think, but I'm thinking the, I, I don't know what he himself thinks. Right. I think tweets like that are just so, they're, they're, they're appealing. Yeah. Driscoll does a lot of things like that, yeah. too. They're, um, it's clickbait. It, it's, it's clickbait. It's, it's strong. I don't like it. Yeah. And, 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 okay, dude, the example you gave, let's even talk about that. Let's talk about, Somebody you meet, yeah. I'd still that dis differs with you on the the sexual question, mm-hmm. LGBTQ issues. 
I think it's a significant issue. I'd rather talk about the issue than extrapolate from the issue yes. and make a categorical statement, oh, you're one of those guys, right? implication, heretic, etc. Because our very first podcast in our reboot, Nathan, yeah. was The Thief on the Cross. Yeah, I'm always looking for a way to start there, find as much unity as is possible, yeah. and then isolate the areas in which we disagree, yeah. which I think are far better hammered out passionately, mm-hmm. Scripture being brought to bear reasoning. And yeah, I'm not expecting those to always be pleasant. I'm right. not expecting those. I don't have a Pollyanna view about it. I think those are hard, painful. You might say some things that really bother each other Yeah. as the stakes increase. It's just, okay. C.S. Lewis, how many times have we talked about him? Oh, yeah. C.T.'s done things on this. Gospel Coalition's done things on this. He's an odd patron saint for <laughs> everyone everybody yeah every evangelicals in our tradition claim him anglicans claim mm-hmm. him christian universalists claim mm-hmm. him catholics claim catholics him. claim him there are a number of groups that claim lewis because let's face it he i will say this about lewis he does not fit neatly yeah into modern right. kind of centrist evangelical terms. He just doesn't. Yeah, no. But I look at Lewis the man. Yeah. I read Lewis the person. I see some wonderful things. Mm-hmm. I see some things like, oh, right. I kind of cringe. I just don't like these categorical Well, let's be real. Statements. I mean, uh, mere Christianity is... Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we, we could go through a litany of, of his works. Mere Christianity. Um, the uh, God in the Dock. Yeah. Um, uh, some of the uh, the problem of pain. Yes, problem um, of pain. That was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, you know, it's amazing when we get on here. Like I have all these no, things I in my know, head, and I then know, we get on here, and all of a sudden like, we're like, um, but the, these are the fellowship so, of the. Oh, right. No, that was the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one who led him to Christ. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but all of these things, you read these things, and I mean, the, these books are worth their weight in gold oh, for their theological richness in truth that's in there. Uh, but then you start digging into his personal life and you start reading personal uh, documents that he wrote to yeah. people. Um, you know, as far as we can tell, uh, believed in purgatory. Right. You know, um, as yeah, far as as far as we could tell, um, he was extremely racist. Yeah, I think he was also <laughs> open to universalism. Um, I mean, he's got George MacDonald as, as one of the characters in the book. What is that? Um What's the one where they take the bus? Oh, uh, um, the Great Divorce. Yes, yes, yeah. the the Great Divorce. Yeah, there's a lot. So I've always said when you read Lewis, when you're when you, you've got kids and they're reading Chronicles of Narnia, mm-hmm. and you can draw the simple parallels: Aslan, mm-hmm. Christ, Stone Table, Cross. He comes back. Jesus comes back. White Witch, Devil, Curse. Narnia. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of things. It's yeah. Lewis said it wasn't an allegory per se, but it's allegory. But everybody else has said it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so. You're kind of safe there. You get yeah. into some other... And this... Nathan, people are just complicated. Yeah. And I don't want to presume... Yeah. ...that because certain boxes aren't checked... Let me give you another example that hits my personal life. There's somebody yeah. in my life right now um, <clears throat> who means a great deal to me. Hmm. <laughs> Once I started, I thought, should I continue? Um, yes, I'm going to try. He has... I believe, 
as far as I can say, and I'm not the Lord. I don't yeah. have omniscient vision. I can't sure. see into the heart. But I've known this person a long time, yeah, decades and decades. I believe has had a genuine faith experience mm-hmm. in Christ. If he laid out his political beliefs, yeah. which intersect with some spiritual matters, as mm-hmm. they all, always do, it's always messy, Yeah, he would um, make a lot of folks even here in our confines, probably uncomfortable. At times it makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I talk to him about Jesus. I talk to him about his faith. And, and I believe it's genuine. Yeah, And I believe it's real. And I just have grown increasingly concerned over the doctrine wars. It makes us feel safe Yeah, because these are the good people and these are the bad people. Mm. That's what I don't like about Castleberry's yeah. quote. It's that simple. Yeah, I just think it's too extreme. Is there a progressive version of, of, of Christian faith that uh, might even cease to be Christian? Well, dude, let's take uh, the late, um, oh, man, these Nate Knight podcasts. I know, right? Uh, Rachel Held Evans. Yes. Who yes. died tragically. What, yeah. Uh, I think a few years ago, shortly yeah. before COVID. Yeah. And she was, what, 36 or 37? Yeah, very young, uh, young, young wife, young mother. Little um, kids. Yeah. It's tragic, tragic story. Yeah. Um, and I've read a couple of things that Rachel Held Evans has written. Mm-hmm. Some of it I like, some of it I didn't. Um, I I saw her final tweets. This this had got had got me interest uh, interested. Mm-hmm. I remember she. It's it's very tragic. She had a I think a flu that yeah. kind of just unusual one in a million types of um, yeah compound uh, you know problems associated with it, and they couldn't save her. Yeah, uh, very sad. She was excited about like the finale to Game of Thrones yeah. and was tweeting on that and saying some other things. And in one of those final threads, I feel like weeks or months, um, somebody asked her a question, and I remember her her response interested me. They something to the effect of, "Oh, Rachel, I I wish there was a little more openness among some people." And I think that t- the the person doing the tweet expected her to agree uh, that not all of us believe in a physical resurrection of Jesus, and she who is was uh, the target of many mm-hmm. very conservative evangelicals, did say, I think very wisely, well, if if you're talking about a non-physical resurrection of Jesus, I, and she was very, resp- I understand what you're saying, that actually is not Christian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what is, yeah. it's kind of the tease for when we have Justin on. Yeah. The purpose of the creeds, right. the consensus among believers through the yes. centuries on there are certain things we cannot give up. Yeah. If we do, and people do, right. it's something else. Yeah. You're not trying to vilify people. Right. You're just saying what you're describing is not in any sense Christian. Yeah. Because Catholic, Greek Orthodox, Evangelicals, Protestants, all the splinter groups within those for 2,000 years have said, no, 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 Jesus is God. Yeah. Jesus, um, you know, death, burial, resurrection. Right. His return. Right. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Trinity. Yeah. There are certain things. So I I just... But she would be considered by most a progressive Christian. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine a number of evangelicals would say, well, I like what she said there. Right. Do you know what? Just life yeah. is... Comp- people are complicated. Yeah. yeah. And, and God is not done with anyone yet in their sanctification process. If they are up and breathing, yes. God is not done with them. Yeah. And so... 
you know, again, we go to the thief on the cross. How much did that thief know in the hours in which he lay there dying? One thing, that man does not deserve to be here. I do. He can save me. Yeah. And not bring me off of this cross, but he can save my soul. Yes. That's all that man knew. Uh, now, we would expect that had that man lived 100 years, yep. he would have known more, but in those moments. And so the reality is, is let's look at the breadth that we have in history at this point, you know, over 2,000 years later of scholars and, and deep study of Scripture and dissecting Paul's letters and what that means and, and fleshing everything out in its fullness. Yeah. Um, Man, how much do I actually know yeah. when it comes to theology? If God were to come down here and hand me a test, first of all, the test would be insurmountable. Yes. And how much would I actually get right, right. on that test? Uh, probably not as much as I even think now. Right. Um, right. And, and I think that's so important to understand is that having this discourse and having these dialogues becomes important, but it's so important to do in the context of relationship, particularly in our culture and society that wants to one dimensionalize everyone and wants to pit an us against them. And we do that as Christians all the time. And it shouldn't be us against them. You've said it a million times. I can't remember, um, who, uh, who this uh, quote is attributed to, but Christianity is one beggar telling another beggar yeah. where they can get bread. Yeah, I think it's George Mueller, but somebody can can check that out. Yeah, I love that, dude. Yeah, it's yeah one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. It, and so that's what you said I love. It, it's, I guess, really, it's not about Castleberry. It, sometimes it's about social media. When yeah. you have what's the characters on Twitter? One I can't remember. Hundred thirty. Oh yeah, what, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever it is. They yeah. changed it a few years ago. By definition, it's not relational. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I get some great stuff on Twitter. Yeah, I just found out that Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator of the Ravens, is not coming back next year, and I was happy. <laughs> well, he, he might be the nicest guy in the world. I'm just happy he's not the OC next year. Let's be real. I mean, the, you know, the stuff I send you from TikTok. You know, oh, just- dude. <laughs> That one you sent me last night, <laughs> dude. That it, d- don't worry, anybody. I'm not describing anything scandalous, but we don't have to get into it. But it was awesome. Yeah, and and it had me thinking about it yeah. late last night. It was awesome. Yeah. So there's great stuff, dude. Yeah. I, maybe what we're getting at here, and I think a lot of people feel this is, boy, it's limited. Because don't you know, Nathan? Yeah. Haven't you ever? I know you have. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I've done it. You fire off the email because yeah. you're ticked off. Yeah. It's a man. It is so easy. I'm, like, I'm going to craft the most intricately woven, beautiful yeah. set of sentences. I'm going to get a little sarcastic edge, yeah. but I'll, I'll cover it with little scriptures. So right. You know, and I just slice and dice yeah. and I draw blood with a keyboard. Mm-hmm. When I sit down with the person, yes, it's always different. Yeah, it is always different. I love. We've talked about this before. The the two Supreme Court justices who have both passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what uh, Antonin Scalia yeah, yep. and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yep. dude? Could there be more different people ideologically right. on the planet? Yes. And I know it's not. We're not talking about a spiritual thing at this point, but I mean, uh, wow. Yeah. I don't think there's a single issue. Yeah. 
uh, of any substance of potential controversy, they would have seen eye to eye on. Yeah. They had a deep, yeah. abiding friendship. Yeah. They went to the opera together. Yeah. They did holidays together. Their families grew close. Yeah. And I believe he passed first, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes, you are correct. She paid him a beautiful tribute. Yep. He paid her beautiful tributes throughout their friendship yep. and lifetime. And like we've said in other podcasts, when they would need to spar mm -hmm. and they wrote their opinions, they couldn't be more different. Yeah. So I'm thinking if that can happen, man, I, I just want to see it happen more. Like these progressive people, whoever they are, whatever yeah. that means, yeah. like it's just this polarizing us against them. Yeah. And I'd rather, well, let's talk. Yeah. And in the context of discipleship, yes. the thief on the yes. cross example, dude, I think of, let's say the thief on the cross. I thought of writing a short story sometimes and then wondered, is it blasphemous? Uh, you know, for some reason it comes off the cross. So I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> I think I'm going to let the history right, stand right, right. as it is. Probably best to let stand as written. The uh, <laughs> but hypodermically speaking, <laughs> wait, that's not right. Um, hypothetically speaking, if he had lived, which is usually, yeah. let's say he's got ideas on uh, worshiping other gods along with Jesus, mm -hmm. who would help him with that? The, the church family, mm -hmm. pastors, teachers? Hey, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let me show you scripture. Let's reason through that together. And oh, I never, and you grow, and you grow. Isn't that what Paul did in Mars Hill? Like yeah, he doesn't so. come in and like, oh, you guys are so stupid. I no. mean, come on, you're 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 a bunch Here's of the religious boxes. progressives. Like they're not checked. Yeah. You reach them, yeah. you build, and I'm just telling you this yeah. stuff, Nathan. It scares me. My my daughter, I told you today, yeah. in a Christian setting. Let yeah. me just say that got a very unpleasant email. I read it yeah. to you. I did not share the name. Yes, that wouldn't yep. have been appropriate. And yep. I don't think you would know the person anyway. Yeah. Um. Just this bombastic, mm -hmm. because everybody, oh, well, this is about the truth. Right. And I'm going for the truth. Man, you know what the truth is? Get with a person. Mm -hmm. Tell them the truth, mm -hmm. as you understand. Let them tell you what they think is the truth, and let God do something with that. Yeah. And work and talk through it. And it's easy to say, I'm very guilty of this myself. Part of this is when I, when I saw that tweet, I thought, oh, crap, I've done that. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. I know this sounds kind of cliche. I'm kind of laughing at the attitude. I'm laughing at myself. I've been there. I have vilified people that didn't believe this yeah. or that, and um, well, I just don't think it it serves people well. Social media is entertainment, and, yeah. and if we can get that into our heads and hearts, then anything that we put on social media is perceived as entertainment. So many people who will throw out their their theological philosophical um, religious ideas on social media would look at the news and sit there and say yeah this is just this is just to get a rise out of people this is you know th there, there's nothing serious that goes on in the yeah. news today yeah. and I would agree with that I think the news has become entertainment oh 100 for dude. whatever you know whichever side is listening to whichever side yeah. I mean that's they are intentionally we know what is scintillating right not necessarily what's important right let's and, be honest and that's what social Who cares media what's important? does right. social media does that and so when you take a a form when you take the truth the gospel and you try to push it in entertainment mm -hmm. it doesn't help anyone yeah you know and so that's why these conversations one-on-one -on -one become become so important it's like 
you know, let's say, let's say tomorrow, I mean, and, and I would say, Greg, I think what we do, you know, here, um, helps people. I think we, I so. people have said that. Yeah. It's, that's but the best comment we've ever gotten. At the end of the day, I would still say that be careful how you're listening because, you know, people don't know us. Right. I right. remember Barnabas Piper on, um, Happy Rant, you know, a while ago, you know, his persona on Twitter, his persona on the Happy Rant, like, yeah, that's kind of him, but not really. Like, that's a it's great a persona. Point, like, yes. you know, me is somebody made a comment recently. I put out, um, you know, on Instagram, it's, uh, you know, just talking about having to cancel Justin. It's like, oh, that was just well said. You're so warm and opening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I I'm a generally nice person, but you can ask my wife. I am not always warm and fuzzy and cuddly. Dude, I have to say sometimes <laughs> I think you're a rotten scoundrel. No, well, I'm kidding, dude. I don't. I don't. I'm kidding. No. If but, I'm going to be a rotten exactly scoundrel, yeah. I want to be Michael Caine yeah. in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> or Steve Martin. Well, right? that I, th- I thought that would make you Steve Martin. Oh, that, oh dude, I'll be Steve Martin. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the only time I wouldn't want to be Steve Martin is in Plain Strains because of the <laughs> miserable plight. I want to be John Candy? On that one. Those aren't um, pillows, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, dude, yes, yes, and yes. This all comes out. This has been a theme really since we restarted the podcast. Dude, yeah. what constitutes the heart of our faith? We're always trying to figure that out. We're not saying doctrine doesn't matter. We're not right. saying truth doesn't no, matter. No, not this at is, all. It's more about attitude, relationships. And I'm telling you, Nathan, I, last thing I'll say, because I know we, we need to wrap mm-hmm. up here. Um, you know, last week, and I don't think it's the first time I've talked about this, I'm I'm starting this uh, MFA program yeah. in writing, which, you know, at 52, I feel a little ridiculous, but I've enjoyed it. I did mm-hmm. a, a, it's called a low residency program. So you know, I took vacation time mm-hmm. and... Um, which thank you, Lisa, for letting me use vacation time for that <laughs> while she stayed at home. Um, and I'm hanging with a, a bunch of folks. Um, I, all walks of life. All walks all of beliefs. life. Different religions, yeah. uh, different uh, faith, no faith, uh, politically uh, all over the map. And I just really enjoyed talking to these folks. They became friends, very good friends. I'm looking forward I'm going to see them for two and a half more years um, online, of course, and then twice a year at our winter and summer residencies. And I just am thinking, wow, if if, if I kind of put these strong, tough quotes, mm-hmm. they, they don't, it just, it doesn't, I want to know these people, I want them to yeah. know me. And in the context of those relationships, yes, let's see where the conversation goes. Let's see, because all people generally have the same, right? They worry about their kids. Yeah. They worry about their health. They worry about their lives. They worry about their future. And uh, boy, there's a lot of overlap yeah. just as human beings. And to tie your faith and to talk about my Savior, I, I, it's just very much... Uh, a, a picture to me of of Jesus saying they'll know your my yeah. disciples by your love for yeah. one another, yeah. particularly within the church. And I, I'd almost rather them see people outside of the faith, somebody that I don't I don't know somebody's heart, but they claim to know Christ as Savior and they have a view that I really think is out there and mm-hmm. wacky. I'd rather see them picture those folks outside the faith watching us in dialogue. 
yeah. talking in a civil way, kind way, yeah. uh, a, a loving way. And I think these, these uh, strong quotes, yikes. Well, and the thing that I loved about, because you were telling me about your week, and I, th- I think that's awesome, was within that week, you had built such a relationship with one of those members that that person felt open and comfortable enough to say, hey, you're a religious yeah, guy. Talk yeah. to me about that. It was and awesome. Isn't, isn't that what we want? Yeah. Like, I want to know your view and opinion on this because I, I, I think we should proclaim the gospel. I think we should proclaim it loudly, clearly, but I think the only offense that should be there is the gospel. The heart of the gospel itself. Yeah, dude, and if I wore a T-shirt yeah. that had some of these quotes on it, yeah, I, the, the choir would love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it does for yeah. a watching world. I yeah. actually fear it does harm. Yeah, I really do. I really fear it does harm. Well, that's cowardice. No, it isn't. It's strategy. Right. Who, when so, when you find out somebody has lost a loved one, right? Say they're they're not believers. What maybe one out of a million Christians is going to go in and start talking about hellfire and brimstone? Yeah. We we intuit the moment. Yeah. I need yeah. to be there. I need to be a support. I don't view a person that does that as ashamed of the gospel. Yeah. Because they didn't go in both guns a blazing talking about, you know, the fires of hell await everyone. Yeah. I I. We intuit this isn't the moment. Right. And I think it just to extrapolate from that, right. how we communicate to each other is important. And could we say, too, in fairness, maybe it's not your job to do that. No, I, exactly. That, you know, uh, again, depending on the relationship, uh, maybe it's the job of the pastor who's going to be preaching the mm-hmm, sermon mm-hmm. Uh, at the funeral. Or, or maybe it's the job of, maybe right now your job is to spend more time getting to know this person and getting to know what's going to be effective. Nathan the prophet approaches David with his sin and knows how to reach him because he has a relationship with him. Primrose path. Right. And Lead David to, a, to something he cares about. Deeply. Yeah. He's irate that this yeah. fictitious story that he thinks is real has happened in Israel under his watch. Yeah. And what do you think would have happened if Nathan went in guns blazing? You arrogant, sinful man. You're just like Saul before you, you know. That's a good point, dude. He got David to admit himself what that crime is worthy of. And And then do the math. Isn't that what Christ does when he encounters people? Mm -hmm. You know, the woman at the well, like, you know, she's trying trying to pull the wool over his eyes. It's like, eh. No, that's that's not actually the case, you know, and, and but but leads her so much so that she's compelled to run back to her town, not away from Christ, mm-hmm. but to bring people to him. Yeah. And I find that so interesting that there is there is honesty in the way Christ deals with people. There is it, it's straightforward. He's not sugarcoating anything, but there's so much compassion. Oh, yeah. There is so much pity for his creation who has been blinded and deceived by the enemy and who has also allowed their hearts to be so uh they're knowing that their hearts are so dead right. in their sins right and man if if we got a hold like you know there, there are so many uh books and series out there on evangelism mm-hmm. if if we were just to focus on you know what 
I can be honest, but I can be loving and compassionate. Man, what a difference that would make. Yeah, and it's it's often not what, again, to come back full circle, the uh, social media um, ecosystem has to offer. Yeah. There's very little empathy I notice on social media. Sometimes among friends. Yeah. But in just general, general discourse, yikes. If you don't know the person, it's it's oh, fair game. Just fair game. There's a one-dimensional villain, slice and dice. It's good, dude. Dude. Uh, so we good did coming. say we were going to keep it short. We are at uh, 40 minutes, 35 seconds. All right. So we're going to go ahead. Uh, I am looking forward to talking with uh, Justin about the essentials. Um, and, and the, the creeds, I just had my students memorize and, uh, they're in the process of reciting the Nicene creed. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to having a conversation with him about those and, and getting some more, um, insights and depths for our listeners as to what is it that we need to cling to? Yes. What are the non-negotiables? Somebody says, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think Jesus was the son of God. Oh, time out. Yes, he was. Right. Because if he wasn't, then that makes this whole thing worthless. We're kind of in trouble, right? At that point, <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretty much in big trouble, right? Um, yeah, I I don't think uh, homosexuality is wrong. Okay, let's take some time to develop that and flesh that out. Right, right. Let's let let's have a conversation. About of course, that. tell me about that. The, that those are those are discipleship conversations, yes. aren't they? And yes. I just think that's the best context, particularly when you're dealing with people that are coming out of certain backgrounds. Yes. Themselves. Like you placard everything as a poster and a box. Check, check, check. Right. Dude, I want to I want to talk to everybody. Right. Let me hear your story. Let's talk about it. And yeah. Yeah. All right, See, man. Dude, I want to make this 20 minutes longer. I know. We'll, I know. We'll, 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 we'll restrain. It. We'll restrain. And last thing, dude, before we sign off. Yeah. Um, make sure sometime between now and when we podcast again, or maybe a few podcasts, you see the last of us. Oh yes, yeah. I you're telling me about that and Tulsa King. Oh, and Tulsa King, I yeah. enjoyed too. So those are the Shout two out that I've got for that one. His Stallone fixation to go through. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah, it could go another twenty minutes talking about all the things that are coming out. But <laughs> know, all right, we'll, we'll stop, my brother. Until the next time, we just rock the Casbah. Thank you again for listening to these. Go to eleven and unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Once again, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you ever find yourself in the Forest Hill, Maryland area, please feel free to stop by at 135 Industry Lane, and you can get all of our service times and information at ChristFC.org. These go to 11.